Welcome to the Commands of Christ podcast brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. We're excited about guiding people to the Word of God to experience the abundant life and to be encouraged as they walk as disciples of Jesus all through the power of Christ living in us. And now, your hosts, Gabe Cleeter and Nate Payne. We are working our way through Matthew 5, 6, and 7 talking about the commands of Christ. In this episode, we're introducing a new command. That command can be found in Matthew chapter 7. And Gabe, why don't you go ahead and give us that verse and give us the title of the command. So like you said, it comes from Matthew chapter 7, and it's really verses 7 through 11. So I'm just going to read these verses here. It says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? And so the command from these verses is ask seek, knock. And really, it's three commands that we're looking at, the command to ask, the command to seek, and the command to knock. But because Jesus gave them together, we're going to look at them together. And so the command is ask, seek, knock. I think it's going to be a little difficult to fit everything that we want to fit in on this uh, episode, not only this episode, but the next three episodes as we as we talk about this command. But let's just go ahead and dive in. Uh, in this particular episode, we want to talk about context. That's usually what we do with our first episode on any given command, because it really does help. When I think, too, when we look at this command to ask, to seek, and to knock, it, as you mentioned, looking at it in context is is very helpful, and there's kind of two aspects to the context here. We see that there's, after the verses here in Matthew um, 7, there's given the picture of a father asking, a son asking of something from his father, um, and we're going to talk about that later. But then another aspect of the context here is I actually want to look at um, Luke's where where the same command is given um, by Jesus in the Gospel of Luke, because I think there's some powerful um, there's a powerful picture parable given that helps us understand the Lord's heart in giving us this command to ask, seek, and not. And so um, Luke chapter eleven, and um, I'm going to read some of the scriptures here from Luke eleven, and we're going um, it, to it's it's a longer passage of scripture here, but I think it really um, sheds a lot of light on God's heart for this command. So Luke chapter 11, we're going to go ahead and start in verse 1. It says, And it came to pass, as he was praying, speaking of Jesus, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And I think this is powerful, because right from the beginning, you see Jesus was praying, right? Mm -hmm. That Jesus led by example, that they saw he was praying, and his praying stirred them to ask of him to pray. They saw him praying, and 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 that's what stirred them to say, teach us to pray. Um, he led by example. It says, And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so on earth. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive every one that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he descended unto them. And now he's going to give us a picture. He's going to give a, a, a parable that I think really explains the heart of this command, ask, seek, knock. Listen to what it says. Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. 
And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. And I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened." And so I, I love this picture, this parable that Jesus gives of this picture of asking, seeking, and knocking. It's pictured by a man that has a friend come that's been on a journey and comes and is staying apparently at this man's house. And so he goes to his, his friend to, to get um, bread. And it's interesting because it says he went at midnight. So you see already just this, this, this persistence and this, 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 um, this desperation in a lot of ways where, he, where he's pursuing at midnight to seek bread for his friend. But I think it's important to see that in this parable we see that he was not seeking bread to satisfy his own lust for bread. He was actually seeking bread to take care of and on behalf of someone else. Mm-hmm. And I think this is such a good picture of asking, knock, of when we're praying, it's not just that we're asking and seeking and knocking for our own needs and our own interests, but here in the parable, you get the picture of someone asking on behalf of someone else, of someone asking, of someone interceding for someone else. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, God wants to show us just his heart, that we would ask, that we would seek, that we would knock, that we would intercede on the behalf of others. And so I think that's a really key point here. And then it's interesting because we also see that he asked, right? First of all, he asked. He said, friend, lend me three loaves. Um, but then also he sought. You know, we see him asking, seeking, and knocking, right? We see he asked, give me three loaves. He was asking on behalf of someone else. He was interceding. And then he sought. He said, which of you having a friend and shall go unto him at midnight, right? So here he is in the middle of the night. You picture like midnight. It's like he's in the middle of the night and he's, you know, going out into the night and he's going to his friend's house. We don't know how far he had to travel, but there's this seeking, there's this pursuit, there's this desperation. And God's like, that's the picture. That's what I want you to have. And now, and now he gets to his friend's house. And it's interesting because you see his friend says the door is now shut. So that means if the door was shut, likely he had to knock. That's right. And so you picture him, you know, it's the middle of the night and he's pursuing and he's knocking, 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 right? And, and the Lord says, that's how you're supposed to pray, right? Like that's the kind of asking, seeking, knocking. We're like, there's this desperation, this interceding and this seeking on behalf of someone else and to, to, because of the needs of someone else that God had brought into his life. And so I think it's just so important to see in this parable, he, he asked, he sought, and he knocked. And you know what happens in the end? It says his friend gave him. He said he will arise and give him as he needeth. Mm-hmm. He asked and he received. He sought, right, his friend, and he found him, and he knocked. And his friend had to open the door to give him the bread. So he asked and it was given to him. He sought and he found and he knocked and it was opened to him. And God gives this picture how much more will he, as our loving, gracious, heavenly father, give good things to those to ask him. He wants to hear our prayer. He wants to answer. If this man who did it just did it because of the, 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 the man's importunity and persistence, how much more will our Father who's waiting and wants to hear and answer our prayer answer us as we ask, seek, and knock? Two things as you're sharing are, are on my mind, Gabe. And, and one is, is I love this account in Luke because it gives such a fuller picture to what's going on here. Um, it's about prayer. 
the whole context, the whole setting is about prayer. And we actually see different elements of prayer mentioned in the Sermon on the Mount leading up to this. We see the Lord's Prayer leading up to this. We see praying and blessing our enemies. We see different elements and aspects of prayer. We see that in practice secret disciplines, the command that we covered about going into your closet and praying there and, and meeting with your Father who is in secret. And so I just love how this command is all about prayer. And then the second thing that I really love about this, Gabe, is that really, in context, this is not about asking for myself in many ways. This is actually asking, seeking, and knocking for someone else. Now, I think the application is we, we can't apply it to ourselves individually. But the reason why I want to mention that is because I know in my own personal life so many times when I've come to the Lord, it's been so selfish. I And the reason why I say that or what I mean by that is, is I ask for a need I have. Now, we do need to ask. We're to ask when we have needs. We, we go to our father. You know, the picture here is a of a son going to his father and, and asking for a genuine need or having a genuine need. But how easy, Gabe, is it, I know in my own personal life, that when I go to God in prayer, it's all about answering my needs. It's all about what I have a problem with or what my challenges are. It's not really... Many t- many times, it's it's not my, my first concern isn't others, and so I love this story in the uh, the Luke account because <laughs> it the whole context of asking, seeking, and knocking is actually working, helping, and pursuing to meet the need of someone else. Well, and what I think is so key here too, Nate, in understanding kind of the context of this command and what the Lord was getting at and giving it is in verse eight, the the the, the friend who said, you know, who who is who is was already in bed, and you know, when his friend came knocking at his door, he says, I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, in other words, the man who mm-hmm. was pursuing him in the middle of the night, um, in his need asking him for bread, he says, Yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And so in other words, it was like, it was this man's persistence, importunity. It was like the importunity has this idea where it's like there is this desperate, dependent, like you're going to pursue it at all, with your whole heart and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because you're, you're focused on this, right? right? And it's kind of the idea of, of the, and I think this is the understanding by the asset knock. You'll see in like in in the tenses, it's like it's this continuous, repeated. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm asking mm-hmm. and I'm asking again and I'm mm-hmm. asking again. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeking with my whole heart and I'm knocking with 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 persistence and dependence and desperation. So it has this idea of of a continuous. Um, pursuing a, a, an intentional, it's like you're putting your heart, and it's not just now I lay me down to sleep. You know what I mean? It's like this is asking in, in desperate dependence on the Lord. And I love how, if you think about this Luke account here, we as believers in Jesus Christ have that opportunity to, we have the ability to come into the very presence of God, to pursue the very, the, the very presence of God and to seek answer, to seek help for our needs. Well, this is about what we can cover in this, um, but as we conclude this episode, Gabe, I just want to quickly 
um, cover a couple keyword definitions, and then we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. And that is the word ask. The word ask in this in the verses surrounding this command, it's actually mentioned five times, the word ask. So it's kind of important, um, which would also kind of lend me to think that a lot of this command is about asking and about prayer, seeking the Lord, knocking. Now, the word ask means to ask, to beg, call for, crave, desire, require. And I think it's what's interesting about this word ask, Gabe, is as I looked into it, it has with it the idea, and I believe in the Greek, has with it the idea of a someone of of lesser importance or or lesser strength looking up to someone of greater strength and greater power. And that that's the person that is being asked of. And 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 what a good picture that is of us, that we we don't have anything outside of God and outside of his ability to provide, and, and what a privilege it is to come before him and to look to him, and he is fully able, he is fully capable of providing. The word seek means, and I thought, thought this was really interesting, it means literally, or says is to seek, literally or figuratively, especially by Hebraism, to worship God. Um, and I thought that was just very interesting that the seeking, you know, I think of, I think it's in the Psalms where I believe it is David that says, when, when God said, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, O Lord, I will seek. And just how we have an opportunity to seek God's face. And lastly, the word knock. Um, this word knock means to rap. It means to, to knock. And um, like you said, Gabe, this command to ask, seek, and knock, it has, the, the tense is actually present, the mood is imperative, and basically the idea behind it is a command to do something in the future that, in, that involves continuous or repeated action. And so here we have the command to ask, seek, and knock, and that it's one of persistence. I'm not going to let go. I'm not going to give up. And so hopefully for our listeners, this has kind of laid a little bit of a groundwork, a little bit of a foundation, so that as we move forward in the next three episodes, you might understand a little bit better about what Jesus is talking about with the command, ask, seek, and knock. We hope that you join us on our upcoming episodes. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the commands of Christ, brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. If you would like to go deeper in this month's focus, head over to homediscipleshipnetwork.org, where you can download a free study guide to accompany each command. And if today is your first time with us, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you will be able to join us each week as we explore the commands of Christ together. That's it for today, and we'll be back with more next week.